Hey, welcome into the Fantasy Blink. It's hump day. It's a wacky, wild, and Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday it is. Yes. Where did hump day come from? I'm expecting uh, a definition of this at some point. Yeah, I don't know. It it involves a camel. That's all (laughs) I know. But is that the hump? Or is it like a mountain? Or is it other things? Yeah. Yeah, the hump day, right? The, the, The middle of the week. If you can make it over Wednesday, you're on the downhill side. Right. But what if you, but what if you work Saturday and Sunday? Well, then it, nothing applies to you then. <laughs> Throw uh, it all out. Throw it all out. It doesn't matter. Throw it out the window. Yeah. So, you yeah. Pick, you pick your own hump day, but I'm going to call it hump day because it's Wednesday. And... You can. You can. We could have a pick your own hump day day. We could. We could. We're, we are searching for things to talk about on the blank. No. Come no, on. No, we're not. We because talking Jets head dun, 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 dun. coach. It's hockey night in America hockey. In Canada, and everywhere else. You're very quiet. Are you there or is this my microphone? My Am headphone? I really quiet? You're very I quiet. Up. You said I was really, really quiet on the podcast yesterday, so I turned everything up. Was that, is that up or down? Because it does seem quieter now. Maybe up is the other way. I don't know. I don't know. I turned the volume up on the mic. Ooh, that's I turned a little the better. volume up on my phone. That's a little better. I turned the volume up. I'm standing and talking very closely <laughs> to the microphone. I'm standing higher. It should be louder. I'm standing right over the top of the microphone and I am literally shouting into it right now. It could be me. I mean, I did wake up like 10 minutes ago. So Okay. Well, well, let's see how our quality You've got goes. some catching up to do then. Oh, what has happened? Did I miss something? Oh, I don't know. You're just behind me by an hour and a half at waking up. Yeah. What have I missed? Yeah. We're kicking it off. 116 straight days of hockey. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. They are going to pack this thing in. Uh, it's really cool what they've done. Very similar to what the NBA has done. Uh, all... All, all the games that are going to be played are like back-to-backs, right? Nice. So you got, um, you know, the Pens and Flyers will play tonight, and they'll either play tomorrow night again or they'll play the next night. Uh, and so to, to minimize travel, right? right? So you're, you're getting two games in for one. Uh, pretty, much, pretty much teams are going to be playing four times a week, which is fantastic. Wow. You know, as a, as a fantasy hockey player. Uh, there's nothing better than you know your than the team playing on Monday and then not playing again until Friday. Right? Yeah, and you're trying all week long to plug these spots and get the guys in. You know, get your team filled up and fill fill you know the roster and and it just doesn't happen. Well, that's not going to be a problem this year. No, doesn't no sound like it. Why don't Why don't you take a moment and explain how fantasy hockey works to people maybe who are new to it, but not the cats part. Well, that's Don't what I have to explain because that's the big shift in the league that I'm in, MSD, uh, this but year. But is that we're, standard? We're shifting from a points system to a category system, which, and I was looking through the categories this morning just to kind of get a handle on this. I probably should have looked at those categories <laughs> months, ago. months ago when they were changing them. But, uh, you know, uh, so you've got points on defense. So, uh, in other words, a, a way for your defenseman to score, which doesn't make a lot of sense because if you're counting points for de- defensemen, you're really singling out only the point-scoring defensemen. 
Okay. Right. So I, I don't yeah. know that I totally understand why we would have that as a category because it really, it really kind of isolates those point scoring power play type of defenders. Um, but you know, you gotta, you gotta come up with categories. So that's one of them. Goals is this, score, goals is this score like defense. in baseball where a outfielder can have the ball glance off his head and go over the fence for a home run? <laughs> he gets to the, he gets the home run points. That is not a special stat. No, oh. no. Oh. no, but, uh, you know, defensemen can get assists. They can get, uh, you know, they can score goals as well. Okay. Uh, goals, <clears throat> goals is a little more obvious. Uh, that's a pretty obvious category. You <laughs> score a goal, you get a point. Hey, nice. same, same for assists, although assists can get a little watered down in hockey, right? Because you can have as many sometimes as three assists on one goal. What? Uh, depending on how who touched the puck and how they you know, did it or whatever. So um, that's, that's a category. Shots on goal is a category, right? Which, okay. uh, you know, the more times you uh, put, put that uh, rubber on the goalie, then the more points you get. Uh, power play points, that's a category. Did you say people put rubbers on goalies? Rubber, rubber. The, the puck is rubber, just so you know. Oh, oh. Yeah. I was very concerned for a moment. When you put the biscuit in the basket, you get a, you get a point for a goal there, too, or an assist. Okay, right? okay. Just a little ho- hockey terms there for you. Good, Shots I'm interested goal. in learning them. I do like this rubber on the goalie. Yeah. As long as we can change the term goalie to other things. Yeah, no. If uh, if if the goalie saw a lot of rubber in a night, you know, you'll he will uh, have marks all over him from getting pelted. All night. <laughs> we'll get into the goalie stats here in a moment, which okay. are also a little confusing. The power power play points, right? So you get a Ooh, here we go. If you score a goal or get an assist on a power play, that also is a category. And that's when your strongest players are in, right? Yes. Yes, okay. exactly. Okay. Uh, shots blocked is a category, right? So anytime you block a shot, and, and that can be with your stick or it can be with your body, okay. which more often happens. Face-offs won is a category. So anytime you win a face-off. Ooh, I love that movie. That. With Nick Cage, right? What's that? With Nick Cage. I love with face-off. Yep, face-off, yeah. And when John they Travolta. change faces. Yeah. yeah. So guys do this during a game. Man, technology has come so far. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, change faces in the middle of the game. Uh, and uh, hits. Hits would be the last category on the offensive side. Uh, that's any time you pound somebody. I'm trying to sound like a noob hockeyist. Kind of fun. Kind of fun. If you don't uh, hear that in my voice. On the goalie side, sound on like the goalie side there are three categories. There are wins. Oh. Okay, pretty obvious. Wins. You've got your goals against average, which is how many goals... Uh, a goalie gives up in a game let me ask you this real quick though if a goalie gets like is in the game for most of the game and then he gets hurt or something comes out and then replacement goalie comes in like I guess I had a couple guys like this on my team um like whatever they have the backup goalies and stuff who gets the win yeah I don't know if it's I'll have to do a little research on that one because like with baseball it's after a certain certain right. number of innings and if you have the lead or whatever I don't know if hockey is, is that way you know if you have a lead after two two periods and then you get hurt yeah i don't know if you still get the win or not okay um, we'll have to look that one up goals against average of course is goals per game and then you have save percentage and i and i looked this up because i was a little confused why would we have goals against average and save percentage because and and this is what it said when i looked it up uh, you don't really need them both save percentage does everything goals against does okay okay in addition 
to controlling for the number of shots a goalie faces, right? So um, if a goalie has, you know, if there's, this speaks a lot to the type of defense that's around a goalie as well, right? right. If, you, if you if you follow St. Louis at all, Mr. Jordan Bennington uh, typically faces about 25 shots a game, right? So, okay. Uh, so there's going to be less. Is that chance. good or bad? That's good okay. from a defensive standpoint. Um, he's, there's going to be less chance to score goals on him because, you know, less shots. If you uh, were, were Mike Smith playing for the Oilers, the Edmonton Oilers, you might face 60 shots a game. Ooh, right? I'm glad you, you brought football back into this because I was getting concerned. There you I go. miss the Oilers. Yeah, me too. Warren Moon. Earl, Cam- Earl Campbell. Yeah. Good old days. Stars. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not sure why we have both because save percentage does. But these are categories yeah. that you get points in? Yes. Uh-huh. So you got uh, so there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight offensive categories, three goalie categories, and you mesh that all up together. Uh, when you look at your live scoring against your opponent, uh, I'm starting off with YK this week. Should be fun. Should be a good battle. Um, you'll see three zeros right now, right? For one of them stands for the categories you lead in. Mm-hmm. One of them stands for the categories you are behind in. And the third stands for the categories you are tied in. So you battle for a week, right? So although this week will be a little different because, you know, we're starting on Wednesday. Yeah. So we're going to go Wednesday through Sunday. And whoever is leading the most categories at the end of that week will get the win. But, you know, it doesn't exactly you, – you could lose – what do we have? What did I say? We had three, six, eight, so 11 categories. You could lose – uh, six categories to five, and technically you would take the loss, but really you only lost by one category. So, you know, it doesn't co- count as much against you as, say, losing uh, 10 to one. Right. Yeah. And that, which in baseball, that's what I was trying to do is figure out how to not lose 10 to one or 12 to one. Exactly. Because those, those every day, those cumulative, cumulative wins and losses over the course of the season start to count against you if you take too many uh, 10, 10 to ones. Uh, it's it's going to be hard to come back from that. But is this standard? Like, here's my big question. I mean, this can't be standard. If we did this in football, there would be five people playing football. No, it's not standard in football, but it is very standard in hockey, and it's extremely standard in baseball. This is this is how this is the most fair way to uh, to come up with a champion because what we found in in straight points leagues, and we've done I've done these too, straight points leagues is. Uh, typically, um, the, the team with the absolute most talent, and this may be fair, may not be fair, right? <laughs> it wins. It hey. is going to win by a mile. It's and, supposed to be and fair, it's yeah. it's not going to be interesting at all for anybody else playing after about week four, right? So this encourages people not to actually work on their teams. No. Just it, like we have in our football leagues. It encourages people to stay in it for the entire year because you can win any week uh, all you need is a couple guys to get hot and right. anything can happen during that week, right? Make the playoffs and anything can happen. Your guys can get hot at any time. Whereas yeah. if you have, if you're playing straight points, um, it, it's over by week six, somebody, you know, one or two teams are so far ahead of everybody else. That, right. Uh, there's no chance of catching up. And then everybody just, goes away and they don't even set their lineups anymore so but there's a lot of players on the 
I mean, from what I saw in MSD, there's a lot of players there that you're working with. You're managing what ten guys, maybe more. Oh, it's yeah, it's football is so much easier, <laughs> right? Than, but I mean, but as, technically, as, you have in terms that many of a, guys. in terms of a management. Uh, I went through this morning, right? I set my lineup for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right? Now okay. I'll go in and I'll tweak it because you don't know which goalies are starting. You don't know, um, right. know what injuries might happen or whatever. But at the very least, I've got a lineup set that if if something catastrophic happened and I totally forgot about it, um, yeah. I would at least have guys on the ice and, and be able to compete. It's, gotcha. it's an everyday affair, especially when you're talking yeah. about the way they're condensing these seasons down, 116 straight days of hockey. Just How many is it usually? Like, how long does hockey season usually go? Uh, hockey season usually starts in, in October, and it ends okay. in June. So uh, we're going we're gonna to see in this start in okay. January, and I'm assuming that they are planning to end this normal time. I think they want to get uh, things yeah. as close to back to normal after this season. So it's a, it's a shortened season, I believe 50, 50 to 55 games somewhere in there instead of the normal okay. 82. Right. Okay. Much like basketball is doing. So they're going to condense it down and they're going to, you know, get as much in, uh, in a sh- as short amount of time as possible. Hopefully things go well. Basketball we're seeing already blowing up. Uh, they're they're yep. postponing games. They're canceling games. Guys are not, Doing what they're supposed to be doing, and guys just aren't showing up. Guys are not caring about their job. Came out last night and said, uh, "We're, you know, this is going to be done really fast if you guys don't uh, get it together and start taking care of business." Uh, They bubbled last year for the playoffs. Uh, They're not doing that for the regular season. They're uh, also like hockey, trying to do is limit the travel as much as possible. But uh, you know, it's. It, it just kind of yeah. falls in with society in general. We're seeing uh, record numbers. Uh, so, it, you know, it's going to be the same. It's not like right. uh, the, these people are any different than regular society there. In fact, you could right. argue that maybe they're even more out and about than, well, yeah, having yeah. to travel and, and do all that. So, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, and they're young yeah. and they have a ton of money. Yeah. And at some point, they don't care. Yeah. You know, if it's not real in their minds, then. That's the scary part, yeah. because if it's not real to Kyrie Irving, how is it real to their fans? Yeah, that's going to become a issue. Good, good job, Durant, going over to the uh, East Coast. Yep. Man, we'll see. Congratulations. So, so we'll see how it goes. We got the Pins at the Flyers kicking it off tonight. The Habs are taking Ooh, on the Leafs. classic teams. The Habs are taking on the Leafs. The Hawks are taking on the Ning. Uh, Canucks are taking on the Oilers, and the Blues are taking on the Lanch. So we got five games wow. to start it off, and and it's gonna it's not going to stop. Uh, once it gets rolling, well, and how do you watch hockey games? Setbacks. Like, what channels are these on? Where, like, where is, where is hockey broadcast? NBC Sports uh, uh, is the is the main hockey channel. That's where you'll catch. I think okay. they've got a double header tonight. I believe they have Ooh, nice. and Flyers, and also the Canucks and Oilers uh, are going to be or Blues and Avalanche. One one of those is two Jarek is, McKinnon playing tonight. What's that? Is Jarek McKinnon playing tonight? Jarek McKinnon plays for the Maple Leafs, right? 
This is going to help all of our listeners yep. who are in on the joke. <laughs> if you're not in on the joke, you are not paying Eric attention. Eric McKinnon will probably have more stats tonight than he had the entire season up to this point. <laughs> Football. <laughs> awesome. Good. That's what we want exactly, to see. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So those, that's why you never trade star player for Jared Those McKinnon. in the know will know exactly what we're talking about. Those that are not are, you know. They'll catch usually, up. There's a lot of episodes they are to confused. To. Speaking of confused. Yes. Wow. So if if Tell I me. am a Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, if I'm an owner of uh, one of those Seattle Seahawks players right now, I, I have very mixed feelings. Mm. If I'm a Carson and a Penny okay. owner, I'm really excited. If, if Are I'm you? A, a Wilson, Lockett, slash Metcalf owner, I'm not very happy right now. So Schottenheimer, so Why? Schottenheimer gets fired yesterday, right? And right. Schottenheimer is known as the most run-heavy offensive coordinator, you know, maybe besides, oh, what's his name up in uh, uh, Minnesota? Pittsburgh? Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Pittsburgh doesn't uh, run the ball. Min- not anymore. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Would that be Zimmer? What's that? Would that be Zimmer? No, the offensive coordinator. Oh, Who? quarterback from the I Broncos. God. Oh, John no, Elway. No. Yes. Oh, oh, sorry. Jay Cutler. Oh, Jay Cutler. God, what a mess. See, you got me on hockey. What, I don't even know mess. football anymore. I'll think of it after. Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> back to what I was saying. Schottenheimer, known as the, the most run-heavy uh, offensive right. coordinator you can think of. Pete Carroll comes out, says that, uh, yeah, next year, we're going to uh, we're gonna we're gonna run the ball. We're gonna establish the yeah. run, and then and then yeah. twenty minutes later, he fires the most run he- heavy uh, offensive coordinator in the league. Well, to be fair, probably John Schneider fired okay. Schottenheimer, yeah. right? I mean the GM, yeah. but but, but I mean inside philosophical the... differences as the reason for his good departure. Good. So if. Like you can't so score? If, Is yeah, that so if you difference? just fired the offensive coordinator that runs the ball more than anybody in the league and you have said you want yeah. to run the ball more, uh, I think that's well, a bad, bad sign for Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Loggins. <laughs> yeah, I'm stoked, by the way, because it couldn't be any more broken. <laughs> for the first six weeks, you had amazing yeah, which football. Is, which is shocking after that, doing what he wanted to do. Right, which, which is weird. Off, right? Maybe Pete Carroll shouldn't get all of this uh, blame for the drama that is watching a Seahawks game. Maybe Schottenheimer has something to do with maybe. this. And maybe uh, the powers that be, I'm forgetting her name now, the new owner, Paul Allen's sister yeah. of the Seahawks, is like, you guys, I feel with the talent we have, we could score more than 25 every yeah. night. Which they did. But what which is they going did on? For six weeks, right? <laughs> Right. But then all of a sudden it's like it's just the switch flipped off and they couldn't figure out how to play football anymore. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about this going forward for the Seahawks in general. I mean, their fantasy players are what they are. They're going to get yeah. what they get. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think that kills Carson. I obviously don't care about Penny no, at I, all. I, I hope fact, he's not there anymore. I but... think it, it elevates Carson if he's there. He's a free agent, of course. Uh, and it elevates Ooh. Penny. Because he's going to be there yeah. because he's still under contract and he's the guy they drafted in the first or second round, right? Uh, and, yeah. And they're going to run the ball. But period. They are going to run the crap out of the ball, and that's that's what that's what 
Pete Carroll wants to do and whoever he brings in as the offensive coordinator is going to be on the same yeah. page with him. Maybe. I think they have too talented of a receiving core to run, to be honest, especially with what we've seen, how that's worked. I mean, if we go off this year and last year, they have two teams that could make the Super Bowl and just aren't even close. They have two teams in the first half that could make the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Best teams in football. But here's a red flag to you. Something for fantasy football owners, because we're back to something I know about. Just for a minute. I'll get warmed (laughs) up. Um, Is that that Chris Carson is a free agent, you just said. Here's a huge thing to think of and look at as a fantasy Chris Carson owner. And if, if you're in dynasty, if the Seahawks do not make him an offer, they know his injury issues could be more uh, of an issue than we yeah. know. Okay. So if the Seahawks do not try to keep Chris Carson, because in all intents and purposes, he's a stud, yeah. you want to keep him. But if there's something they know about that we don't, this is how we find out. If they don't make an offer on him and let's say, I don't know, Pittsburgh makes him an offer and he goes there. I would be careful about how, uh, how much faith you put in him being your number one. Yes and no. I I would agree with that on, on one level, but disagree on the other level that uh, teams are figuring out that 25, 26 year old running backs are not who you want to invest a ton in. So I think the size of the offer is, is going to be important. They probably probably will offer him something. Um, right, it's just gonna, it's going to come down to whether he, Four million thinks, <laughs> he, he thinks that he can go get more somewhere else or, um, right. you know, we saw this with Melvin Gordon. We've seen it with, with Zeke. We saw it with Derrick Henry, uh, Joe Mixon, uh, Dalvin cook, yeah. uh, Alvin Kamara, you know, all these guys that are in that, at that point in their contract where the team has to make a decision where we're going with our franchise. Do we want to invest a ton of money? Uh, at this position that we probably can replace in the draft in the fourth round. Yeah, probably. Or seventh round. Or seventh round is where Carson was drafted, right? Man, that guy's such a stud. So we'll see. I I would kind of welcome him going to Pittsburgh if he wants to to jump on that one. (laughs) Anywhere else. I'm on board. Uh, I'll take the risk on the injury, uh, knowing the way Mike Tomlin likes to run things, you know. Got away from it a little bit this year, but I think that's more uh, offensive line driven than anything else. So, well, and the question does come down to this: um, What about? I mean, let's pretend the offensive coordinator does his job, right? Just yeah. calls plays, and the coach is just there to manage clock and to handle, you know, personnel uh, problems. Let's say manage babies, um, like we can't really put any of this uh, how the team runs on the coach yeah. as far as offense, as far as fantasy football. So when you're looking fantasy football, we should be more in tune with who these offensive coordinators are and what they've done in the past and what they do in the future. Maybe than the yeah. head coach. Yeah. Whew, speaking speaking of coordinators, I had to laugh at this when I saw this on Twitter last night, the Raiders, you got to love the Raiders. The Raiders are my favorite. Oh, they, they hired Tell Gus me. Bradley yesterday from the Chargers, a uh, new defensive oh, coordinator, perfect. right? And they and they make a big announcement uh, on, on a, some website somewhere, right, where they yeah. uh, use their Photoshop and superimpose a Raiders hat on his head. And, uh, you know, well, oh, yeah. to the team. But it's a Except Oakland it was hat? a picture of Ken Wisenhunt. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, welcome to the team, Gus Bradley. Wow. Ken Oh my word! <laughs> That's hilarious. Could do that. 
That is so fun. Didn't we see that in Sleeper once? It had a person's name and somebody else's Very picture. Very well could have been. Yeah. That's funny. It's funny because you wonder, you know, these guys, don't they Google the guy to see who he is <laughs> before they just grab yeah. a picture? Rangers PR guy is looking for work this morning. Right? Hopefully. <laughs> Jeez. Well, he should have started a while yeah. back. But, and it's so easy to hate Bless. on the Raiders. I don't know why they can't get it figured out. Now they're in Vegas. They should have all oh, that mob money. Should, should you know, be they rolling should, in it. You yeah. know. I sure hope, I do sure hope that the uh, Photoshop guy is not getting his knees no. broken. Oh, yeah, that would, I mean, that would be uncalled for. You know. Yeah, you go to Vegas, you take on yeah. Vegas problems. Just, just fire him. You know. he, doesn't need the, he doesn't need any broken legs. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Yeah. He's a funny he, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That'd be hard going to work for the Raiders. You never know. You're going to start hearing stories 10 years from now about, oh, remember when they first yeah. moved to Vegas. Finding guy, find guys Ooh. out in the desert. Yeah, there, there's no more desert left. We buried all of our employees. All right. Hey, that's weird. You know what? There's a whole bunch of coaching stuff there going is. on. You know yeah, that, right? Lots of interviews going on. Lots of. Uh... You know about Aaron Glenn, no. right? Mm-mm. The super used to be superstar defensive back, I believe, was a defensive backs coach, and he's interviewing oh, for the Jets job. Okay, head coach. Yeah, we're gonna see this, and. I see, I see a bit of a, uh, I mean, there's going to become a challenging race thing happening in the NFL. We see this happening now where guys just with this yep. Watson situation. And I mean, this is, it's just going to happen. We just need to keep an eye on this. Just how it, how it plays out that the players obviously are predominantly African-American. They would prefer an African-American coach. The owners eventually yeah. have to do this. Across the board, there need to be more African-American coaches, head coaches, play callers, assistants, whatever it is, providing more jobs, obviously more opportunity in the major cities. So this is something we need to watch because if they don't, if these older owners don't, I think we're going to have kind of a small yeah, mutiny maybe. Well, and maybe a mutiny, big mutiny, but also you never know. The game's going to pass them by. These are the guys, these guys. That's true. These guys understand the game. Yeah. It's not I know. Shouldn't players be coaches being always awarded these <laughs> positions because of the color of their skin? They're being awarded these positions they should not. because Absolutely. they know what they're doing. I and agree 100%. That should be the that should be the thing. You shouldn't be able just to understand Xs and Os and a drawing board at like I don't know, Illinois State and then get a job in the NFL and then 2 years later be a head coach. I think it should probably be ex-players yeah. first in line. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's my two cents because they can see what did Jackson, work and didn't Jacksonville work. Jacksonville might might announce as early as to Urban Meyer as the coach. What do you think about Urban Meyer <sighs> going to Jacksonville? Man, right after all his health scare and stuff. Remember he retired oh, yeah. because of health? Yeah. Needed to spend more time with the family. <sighs> Always. <laughs> Always. It's kind of a before going. And I mean, spending 320 days on the road as an announcer. <laughs> Weird, and then spending 395 days a year as a NFL yeah. head coach. Yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. Why? I mean, is it the name? For me, is it, it will the, make it so 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 draw? easy to root against them because I cannot stand Urban Meyer. Yeah. He is a piece of crap. Right. And uh, and I would love yeah. to well, see him fail at another level. You know. Right, because he can't right. run a clean. What about Nick Saban? Can Nick Saban come to Jags? Level, so now, uh, you know, less rules on that at the pro level. 
but uh, you know, but cheating yeah. doesn't get you as far ahead in the as in college. So <laughs> true, true. You can do anything yeah. you want yeah, in exactly. college. Guys make more money usually in college than they ever yep, do in the And pros. work a lot less, that's for sure. You know, because the rule, the rule. Yeah, this Urban Meyer thing is a questionable the thing. The rules state that you can only recruit for a certain amount of time. In the NFL, there are no rules. <laughs> you you work right. all the time. So we'll see. Well, let me ask you this. Like, I mean, I get it. I get why the superstar NFL quarterbacks don't want to become coaches in the NFL. But what about guys like Byron Leftwich? Yeah. Right? Uh, offensive coordinator right now. What about, you know, what about. I don't know, guys like Drew Brees here in a year or two or whenever. What about, I mean, he's coaching uh, flag football right now. What about him coaching an NFL team, offensive coordinator or something like that? I would love yeah, to see that sort I of thing. I don't know. You, you know <laughs> the, those kind of guys, the Peyton Manning, the, the Drew yeah, they Brees, usually they, got, going to they coaching. got more money to make <laughs> elsewhere and work a heck of a lot less. And, yeah, that's and, true, too. And You're also, right. um, you'd take, like, like a Tom Brady. Let's talk to Tom Brady, right? Why didn't he, why wouldn't he yeah. go into coaching? Uh, there is something to be said for that guy that uh, is so talented and so far above everybody else in the trade that he can't relate uh, to That's the every, everyday <laughs> <Yeah>. player. <laughs> RG3, what's your problem? Yeah, Throw an accurate exactly. pass. <laughs> and doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't relate to them because, uh, A, they right. maybe don't work as hard as he did. Uh, B, don't right. understand the game as well as he did. And, and C, can't play the yeah. game as well as he did. And they they can drive themselves nuts by, you know. I, yeah. I think Magic Johnson had a little bit of trouble with that in in coaching. Um, you know, it, right? When when you're as good as he was, and things kind of came as easy as they did to you, uh, it's not all that easy to relate to somebody that, you know, that it doesn't come that easy to. So that's true. That's definitely true. I mean, let's liken this Urban Meyer thing to maybe Andrew Luck coming back and playing for another team. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's back, and oh, I'm just gonna go play yeah. somewhere else, you know. Uh, man, it kind of makes you look bad, like you didn't, you didn't leave it all on the floor or on the court or on the yeah. on the yeah. field, you know. Who knows? I don't know, Urban. We'll see. We'll see yeah. about this. Aaron Donald's supposed to be good yep, to go. He's good to go. The enemy, uh, speaking of coaches, is interviewing with Houston today. Oh, yeah. I think so. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Weird. Just yeah. like Watson was. <laughs> yeah, Maybe that conversation. Hmm. Maybe happening. they are, uh, you know, considering his opinion now. <laughs> instead of, you know, I don't like this that you can talk to a guy while he's in a yeah playoff. Game. I I wonder um, how what kind of effect this is going to have. A Buffalo, obviously, their guys talking to a lot of people. Be enemy for Kansas City's talking to a lot of people. Uh, these teams, yeah, um, that are still in the playoffs. Of course, there's a reason they're in the playoffs because they have good players and good coaching right. staff. So everybody wants to talk to them. Yeah. Why couldn't the NFL just say, you know what? Everybody wait. Yeah. I, and I think the whole season should be on off right now until the playoffs are over. I mean, that empty week before Super Bowl, fine. Anybody but the Super Bowl or even the Super Bowl teams, who yeah. cares? Those people have a ton of time yeah. on their hands, but, you know, and, and they're not getting any better. When's, on that when's week, the combine? Is it February or March? Yeah, and the draft, March. the draft is at the end of April. You're telling me they don't have enough time yeah. for the coach hired, get him in there, get his assistants taken care of, right. and still have time to, to – I just think it, it, it's going to have a negative effect on Buffalo. It, could, it definitely could affect Kansas City in terms of it, – it, it's not yeah. fair to assume that these guys can – 
can focus a hundred percent of their energy and and time where it needs to be and that can adversely affect the team yeah and especially with all the leaks (laughs) these days all of these organizations seem to have leaks could you imagine a scenario where man let's just say with buffalo for fun that you know now they have a new gm right isn't that their their guy did they get the new gm got new gm Oh, no, Houston. Okay. But let's pretend a uh, – I guess a playoff team doesn't get a new GM. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let's say this new GM in Houston decides to go out and say, hey, we're going to go after Josh Allen this year. We're going to go real hard. We're going to try to get, you know, Josh Allen from the Bills, send over Watson over there. Can you imagine what that would do, just that leak of that false information, if it is, to get into somebody like Josh Allen's yeah. ear before yeah. a playoff game? And be like, are you kidding me? If he's thinking about anything other than (laughs) the game, what he should be thinking about, then that's a distraction. Yeah, and you have to have a value on this. For these guys to play for this this trophy, essentially, and the money and the fame that comes with it, but essentially a trophy, they have to really care about their city and about their fan base and about their legend, right? Otherwise, if you're just doing this for the money, you get the money whether you win or lose. Yes, you do. In most cases. So that kind of is, that is kind of one of those bad things about the NFL. If the guy is thinking he's out the door, even maybe next year, I mean, maybe Philip Rivers, maybe something got in his mind that, yeah, this is my last year. Maybe that last game, you're fine with losing, which I'm not saying he would be. That's not Philip in his character, but I'm just saying in a, in a generalization, you're like, okay, well, we lost. No big deal. You didn't have yeah. everything invested. You know, and I don't know, maybe we saw a little bit of that with Ben. We don't know what his plans are. Um, some of these some of these quarterbacks that definitely could be riding off into the sunset. We don't know. Drew Brees going forward this weekend, although he's yeah, a major Phil, Phil Rivers. Obviously. I heard it mentioned yesterday yeah. uh, and I thought he had signed a two year deal, but apparently I think he signed a one year deal there. How about how about Rivers as a yeah. uh, stopgap in Washington for a year? Oh, well, they bring somebody interesting. in to uh, get them ready to go. I mean, in, like a anybody with person? yeah, right? Anybody <laughs> with any talent uh, on that team, you know, uh, could be a little yeah. dangerous. So, you know, something, something to look for. Yeah, but these are all the storylines to watch going forward on Sleeper app. We can always look at the news feed and see what's going on. It shows all the coaching things here. I I don't like that. There's two options. There's like news feed and trending, yeah. and they're the same thing. Like, I don't, okay, whatever, uh, just have one. But you can scroll on the news section and see all of what we're talking about and comment, by the way, and read the comments. And there are some fascinating <laughs> there are comments. Always, there are always and we're fascinating talking... comments. And they, uh, when, when a news feed breaks, uh, it, it's in the thousands that, of comments that are in there. Yeah. Uh, almost, almost immediately. And I don't get that. How do they yeah. get it before me? There's people on there like oh, yeah. 10 minutes before me. Yeah. I'm like, come it's on. It's almost sleeper. like the, they released it on the East Coast 10 minutes before the West Coast or something. Uh-huh. I, think I, misspoke, I think I misspoke Weird. on these uh, hockey games. I believe the Pens and Flyers play at like 2.30 this afternoon, our time. So it's, a, it's actually a triple header on, MS, uh, on NBC Sports today. So I think you've got Pens, Flyers at 2.30. Oh. I think you've got uh, – I think it's the Hawks and the Lightning at, uh, I want to say, 4.30, somewhere in there. And then the – then the either yeah. the Canucks and Oilers or the Blues and the Avalanche is the late game at seven or seven thirty or something. So you got lots of hockey to watch on uh, NBC Sports today. So catch that; uh, it's going to be great. 
Yeah, it's, it's a, a hockey, hockey day. day. We're gonna get after this. See what happens. See how this whole categories things work works out for us. And, uh, <laughs> good luck be, with your team. You can help me manage it from afar. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'll help there you, you make trades. Listen, trade all your best players for superstars in the NFL that won't I help like you it. win. Okay, do that. <laughs> all right, everybody, have a great <laughs> day. We're gonna get out oh, of wait, here. Oh. We'll see you tomorrow. Over and out. <laughs> Woo.